Hey girl, welcome back to Rock That Fitness with Anna Rockstar. This is episode number eight. If you haven't yet done so, please hit that subscribe button so that you never miss an episode. I'm your host, Anna Wilson, certified personal trainer, nutrition coach, and registered nurse. I'm also the founder and very, very proud coach of Rock That Fitness, the best online women's fitness group ever. Today's episode, number eight, I titled, What's the Skinny on Loose Skin and Shrinking Breast? With weight loss, I wanted to say it was shrinking boobs, but I was trying to be appropriate, but I just said it anyway, so okay, I did. <laughs> I recently finalized my decision to have skin removal and breast augmentation. What? Since going public with this, I want to answer many of your questions, so let's dive in. Get ready, get set, lace up those shoes, and let's go rock that walk. All right, all right, all right. Here we are. It's episode number eight, girl. Can you believe we're doing this podcast thing? I still can't get over it. I'm getting used to it. It's really fun. It's fun to be talking into this microphone and wondering who in the world out there is listening. Well, it's you. You're listening right now. <laughs> so thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you so much for your support. And I hope that whatever I'm podcasting about is helping you. And I'd love to hear from you if it is. So what's the scoop today? What's going on? I This weekend, um, I have a show. So exciting because we are in peak season of our show. Um, my, my band, in case you don't know, Flying Free. Flying Free band here, Corpus Christi, Texas. We are a local cover band. We play rock, classic rock, country, some blues, maybe a little bit of pop. I wish I would do a little more pop, but that's what we do. And summertime is the peak season, right? Because we're, we're out you know, playing our shows, a lot of them outdoors and it's fun. It's so much fun. I love it. Um, hopefully I'll get to go to the beach. I don't know. I haven't been to the beach as much as I'd like to this year, but, um, Hey, there's still time before the big day, you know, the big day, what I'm going to be talking about the whole reason why I made this episode today because of the big news of me and my decision to have skin removal and breast augmentation. I have so much on my mind and I'm still getting used to this whole podcasting thing and, you know, to do it right, to do it this way, that way. I just going to do it my way. And I wrote down some notes on my little, on my whiteboard here to help keep me on track, to help me not forget what I want to say. But I do want to answer a lot of questions I have. I get questions all the time and now I've gotten quite a few questions even more so now that I've made this decision. So just going to dive in and start talking about this. I want to talk about, um, I'm going to talk about genetics real quick and that last five to 10 pounds that we all want to lose, right? Many women want to lose that last five or 10 pounds and it's so hard to lose that last 10 pounds. I'll ask five pounds. What's interesting is that many women don't understand that that last five pounds, you don't necessarily need to be on a diet or in a calorie deficit to lose. And when I say that last five pounds, I'm talking really the last five pounds of fat, if you have it. Because I, I see this a lot. There are women who they don't really need to lose weight. They're at their ideal weight, their ideal body weight, total weight, right? Because the scale only weighs everything. It doesn't tell you exactly what everything is. But they they want to lose that last five pounds. 
but they're at their ideal weight. And what they really need is to be in the maintenance of calories, calorie maintenance, and hit the weight. Start strength training, building muscle, and increasing your metabolism, getting stronger. And when you increase your metabolism, well, now your body is going to naturally be burning more calories at rest. And yeah, you don't have to be in a calorie deficit. In fact, it's best not to be if you want to burn burn um, fat and build muscle. So I just feel like we need to talk about that more. I, I think there's some confusion about that last five pounds. Now, that last five pounds, if we're talking about getting really, really lean, getting down to a very low body fat percent body fat, that's not easy to maintain. And what it takes to be in that place of very lean condition, you may not want to live that way. It's not sustainable. Um, so, and, and I'm speaking from experience because I've been pretty much maintaining my weight for the last four years now. If you see me on social media and you've seen my pictures, you can see that I'm relatively lean. Um, I have my times when I'm feeling more fluffy and I've been even leaner, but you know, when I do these mini cuts and I get down to a very lean condition, I'm telling you that's not sustainable. So, um, what's sustainable is whatever you can do without feeling completely restricted all of the time and you're comfortable and you can enjoy, you can just enjoy life and enjoy food. And, and I'm not saying what I'm saying, like overboard, enjoy and be crazy with it. And I'm just talking about trying to maintain a very lean physique, like getting down very lean is not normal. That's not normal. Um, so, you know, so that takes me to this idea um, that I want to talk about too, when it comes to your skin and, you know, if you're losing, if you're trying to lose weight, if you're on your weight loss journey and you're going to be losing weight, if you have a significant amount of weight to lose, you very well could end up having loose skin and your skin condition and how your skin behaves as you are losing weight and when you actually reach your weight loss goal, your fat loss goal, it's going to be different for every single person. Every person, it's going to depend on your genetics, which in you know, which is going to determine your skin type, your elasticity of your skin, and also the amount of how much time it has taken you to lose the weight. There's a lot of factors involved. Your age, um, your your exposure to the sun your stress levels, your just your lifestyle. It's crazy, but lifestyle is a huge one and how that impacts our skin. But anyway, getting back to this, um, the idea that I'm trying to get across is that every person is their own unique physical anatomical <laughs> makeup. So this is something that I talk about a lot inside of Rock That Fitness, the community in here, because women we all we kind of look around and we see other women and we, we we tend to compare our bodies with others that's not unusual and that's very normal it is very normal to compare just human it's just human to compare ourselves what's not healthy is to compare ourselves in a way that we feel like we have to be just like that other person and I want to make, I want to bring this message out because I think a lot of women need to hear this. You're not, you're never going to look like the other woman that you admire and love or, you know, you look up to or idolize her body. You're not ever going to look like her because you have your own unique genetic physique. Your body is, is determined, your, your body shape, 
um, your height, you know, all of these things are going, they're going to be determined by your genetics. So really we just need to, we need to compare ourselves to ourselves and become the best version of ourselves, the best version our body can get to. That's the goal, not trying to compare ourselves to anybody else. It's just so important to realize that it's okay to admire and see other women and their bodies, their body shapes, um, whatever you admire that that's wonderful that's great you can you can aspire and maybe they motivate you and inspire you which i think is awesome and great i've been inspired as well but to realize that you have what you have to work with and and it's all right to just be okay like accept yourself accept your own body begin to really love and embrace the body that you have and how it was made and be and and do the best that you can do with your own body through your nutrition through your activity your lifestyle I just felt a, a strong need to talk about that so with that said I want to share a little bit about my my story in terms of like my own loose skin having lost over 60 pounds at the time and I say that now, I pretty much just kind of throw this number out, 60 pounds of fat loss. Because when I was in my fat loss phase, I actually ended up losing more than 60 pounds. But again, it's not about the weight. There's so much to be said for. And it's more important to understand body composition. Because as I already have had lost all of that weight, fat, whatever, weight. I continued on my fitness journey and strength training, building muscle. And so now I am no longer at that lowest weight, but I'm, I'm lean and you wouldn't know it because I, I've got my muscle, of course, it, it has less density than fat. So it takes up less space and you're actually shrinking when you build muscle and lose fat. So for me... I am, um, I don't know, five or seven pounds heavier than I was at my lowest weight, but I have more muscle and I'm more defined now than I was initially. So when I lost my weight, when I was on WW, I, my goal was to lose 50 pounds or so, right? That was my, that was my first, that was actually my, that was gonna be my WW goal. But in my mind, I didn't know what my happy weight was. That's what I called it. I wanted to, I wanted to reach a personal weight loss, fat loss goal that I had never reached before. And I didn't know what it was. So I called it my happy weight, which I find interesting because I was, I, it was kind of confusing to me. Like, how do I know? How do I know? Like what my, what is my goal weight? I couldn't, they want you to have a number and I couldn't figure, I didn't know what my number was. So I, I just made up a number and I said to myself, when I get to about that number, I'll decide, do I need to continue? I didn't think to myself that number, I'm going to stick to that number. And that's, that's the end of the world. Like I wanted to see what is the best fitness condition I can bring my body to, to that point. That was my goal. So, so I lost, I lost 50 ish pounds in the first 14 months, 14 months. Yeah. Yeah. 14 months. 
And then I continued. I continued my strength training, um, my cardio, and eating nutritiously, healthy. And then I actually got to a weight. This is my happy weight. I was like, wow, I have never been to this point. And yes, I I saw the the loose skin continuing um, to be there. And I didn't, at the time, I'm thinking, yeah, of course you're going to have loose skin. I mean, I... I had a lot of weight or fat, a lot of weight to lose. So I reached that point, my happy weight. And at that time, I wasn't really sure if that was my weight. Like, is this the weight that I need to be at? So I just continued, continued doing what I knew I needed to do. I was increasing my calories and staying on track with my my fitness and that was really where I started to put my energy and my focus was on my performance of my 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 strength training and my running because I do enjoy running but I had this loose skin and I will say that I could tell that it was getting better and better but I didn't know at the time like is this loose skin gonna always be here is it gonna continue to get better what's going on with this loose skin but now did I think to myself I'm gonna have surgery and get rid of the skin no not really I mean number one like that's that's an expense right that's a big thing like am I gonna do that no is it worth it no not really and of course my husband's like no you don't need to do that but I'm like I just don't like it I don't like it I didn't like it when it when I when it was happening I didn't like it when I reached my happy weight um I still don't like it and I never really liked that that loose skin that I had down at the lower part of my my ab my abdomen my belly okay um so there was that as well as the shrinking boobs <laughs> i know a lot of women can relate to this you know not all women are going to lose their breast tissue it is very common though especially if you've breastfed you you can you're going to shrink it's just very common so for me yeah i shrunk I, I'm pretty darn sure I shrunk even more than I was naturally as far as being a small size. But like I say, you know, genetically, that's going to determine how much you're going to shrink, you know, if at all, because there are some women that lose a lot of weight and they tend, they're able to maintain their breast. Yay for you. <laughs> but I, yeah, so, but I lived with that. I lived with the loose skin. I mean, I've been living with the loose skin and the smaller breast for these last four years and have I you know for the first year or so like I didn't really have a lot to think about it I didn't put much thought into it actually it was fine I'm so happy to have lost the weight and feeling so healthy and fit and like those lots like the last of my worries and so that didn't really bother me for the first year or so plus strength training really helped me a lot and I did exercise my abs I, I had a goal I had a goal to have abs you know like the holy grail of fitness <laughs> I didn't really know at the time like I didn't know what I know today right but I wanted to have abs and I figured you know I needed to take my nutrition to a new level so that's when I I started eliminating sugar I'm gonna eliminate all sugar and that actually did make quite a difference, but that's where things turned around for me and I became more and more focused on eating nutritious foods, real foods rather than processed foods. And I always have to throw this out there and remind everybody that it's it's okay to eat processed foods once in a while, so long as it's not part of your entire, you know, the way you eat on a regular basis. Most of the time we eat nutritiously, but I did at the time eliminate sugar 
and just cold turkey, got off of sugar, refined sugar, all refined sugar, artificial sweeteners, all that. It's trying to get into clean at the time. It's like clean eating. <laughs> it's kind of funny now to look back on it, but that really did make a difference for me. And I couldn't believe it. But over time, as I continued my strength training, I started seeing my abs and I'm like, whoa, this, uh, anybody can do this, right? But you know, not every woman can do that because some women, whenever they go through pregnancies, well, with the stretching of the belly and the abdominal wall and the, the ab muscles are going to stretch out. And what can happen is the midline of the abdominal tissue, the connective tissue can be separated, which is which can cause a condition called diastasis recti. Um, so, but it may not be diastasis recti for every woman, and that can be corrected. Um, you can get that corrected, but I didn't really have that. Yes, I had a minor, um, minor separation. It's going to happen. You're going to have that tissue is going to stretch out to accommodate your growing uterus, right? Um, but at any rate, obviously, I I was able to bring that muscle stronger, closer together, and I saw my abs for the first time ever at the age of what was I? Forty eight. Yeah, I was 48. So, so it can happen. It can. So let's get back to the, the loose skin. Okay. So the first year or so after my weight loss, I was okay with that loose skin. I just kind of accepted it. No big deal. Like, you know, the thought of having surgery to remove, like, did I need a tummy tuck? You know, I didn't know, but I, I was told no, I didn't. Anyways, I didn't let that bother me, but the breast, mm, you know, wearing those bras that are padded, I did that. And for the, like, like for the first year, all this didn't really bother me because it was all new to me. But over time, over these past couple of years, and especially this last year, it's, it's starting to bother me. And it had started to bother me a little over a year ago. So, um, the, the biggest thing that bothered me over a year ago, which was really funny is I got tired of these padded bras. And part of that is because, like whenever I'm doing a show, I sweat a lot and I'd wear these padded bras to help me have a figure, to have shape, uh, you know, to look proportional, to look feminine, to wear, I wanted to have, uh, wanted to look like a normal woman, right? Um, what's normal? What? So relative. Anyways, these padded bras, they act like a sponge, especially somebody like me. Like I'm dancing everywhere. I'm running around. I am sweating like a pig. I do not care. I'm putting on a show and it doesn't matter uh, how much I sweat. I, I don't really care. But what matters is that I got tired of my, my padded bras getting all soaking, soaking wet with the, like they were sponges. It was, sorry, but sorry for this visual, but just so disgusting. So that really bothered me. Also, just the gappy, I call it the gappy boob. It's like you can't even fill out a bra. You can't, cannot fill out any top or bikini. It's, there's a gap. I call it gappy boob. <laughs> and um, yeah, it's just so frustrating. Just frustrating it, to me. I didn't like it for myself. I'm not here to be vain or not for vanity purposes, but just for myself. So I didn't like that. And, and I went from, we're talking about a like a breastfeeding, breastfeeding size, like D. We're getting personal here now, y'all. 
um, breastfeeding size around a D. Then after that, it was down to like a C. During that time, um, yeah, between D and C. So I, after all of my weight loss, I'm pretty much back down to like, I don't know, like if you want to call it an A, what do you call that? <laughs> you call it like tea bags. <laughs> I don't know. What size cup are you? I'm tea bags. <laughs> so, all right. I gotta, gotta laugh at yourself, right? So you see, that's the first thing that started bothering me was that. So guess what I did? I decided I wanted to go have a consultation just to find out. I didn't tell anybody. I'm like, I'm just going to go find out what, what could, what could I do to, to, you know, get a breast augmentation? What does a surgeon think? What would need to happen? And what's the cost? So I did, I got the full consultation. I was serious about this. And I was, I wasn't even thinking about the loose skin at that time. <laughs> kind of funny now. I wasn't even thinking about that. So things kind of work out, I think the way they're supposed to. So, so I got the consultation and thought about it, seriously contemplated, discussed it. I had, a, this was actually a couple of years ago. This wasn't even just, it was like a couple of years ago and discussed this with, with Ron, my husband, we had a talk about it. And at the time it was like, you know what, that's a lot of money. And really what I needed to do really was I needed a new vehicle at the time. So it's like, uh, boobs or car, boobs or car, <laughs> Uh, you know, just being frugal, being, you know, money minded, budget minded. I went with a car. I'm like, you know, I can do without the boobs. I really need a brand new car, brand new car. So that's, that's what I did instead of the boobs. Now was the boobs completely out of the question at the, was it like never going to happen? No, but just not now. And, and I didn't know, like, I really didn't know was that on my horizon or not. I don't know. So now I'm here, you know, enjoying my new car and working hard to pay that off, right? And um, just going along, just doing my thing. Uh, started my new business, Rock That Fitness, personal training, nutrition, coaching, loving it, working really hard, working hard, just focusing on business, focusing on my fitness, my health, my nutrition, and doing what I got to do. Like the thinking about the excess skin and the boobs really wasn't on my mind, except for every time I went shopping or every time I wear a bikini, it comes to mind. It's like, oh, man, you know, and then, so it just came to this point where I really got curious about it. I have a, a close friend that I talked to about it and she had had some procedures done, referred me to this great surgeon um, locally. So I went and had a consultation and I was told I don't need to have a tummy tuck. I just need to have this skin removed down below and uh, we discussed the breast augmentation. I'm not looking to have big boobs. I just want to look proportional. I want to look natural. So that's, that is the plan for that. Um, I do have, I've had people ask me this question, like, how, how do you, do you, they say, do you have loose skin? Why does it look like you don't have loose skin? Well, because you can, you can cover that up depending on what you're wearing. You're just well, like, you know, wear it higher, <laughs> cover it up. It gets, it's covered up, but it's still there. I don't like it. And I've had three C-sections, three, three C's, three pregnancies, three C-sections. And my surgeon, I think, did a pretty darn good job at the time. Although this surgeon that's going to be doing this procedure says he's going to make it a lot better. So it's like, wow, I don't think I get any better than that. So I'm excited about that. Let me just give you a little story about how, how things kind of evolved into my decision making. So I got the consult and I was thinking about it, thinking about it, 
didn't say yes was I going to do it or not discussing it with my husband Ron and you know the more I thought about it I was like you know the cost of it and the recovery and the risk of surgery just all of the thoughts like I really put a lot of thought into big really just about any decision to tell you the truth and I was thinking you know what for as often as I would enjoy having my breasts augmented um, it's probably okay. I can probably live the rest of my life without that's cool. You know, but this skin, this skin, I really, I, I don't like it. I don't, I, I really, if I was going to have a procedure, I'd really just like to get this skin removed because it's, it's really just, it's, I'm very, I don't like how it looks and I'm not feeling good about myself when I wear a bikini with the loose skin. And I do have some loose skin below my, my buttocks area as well. And so these are just areas that there's nothing else I can do. There's no nutrition tactic I can take. There's no more, no more exercises, no more fitness strategies to get any, there's nothing I can do about this loose skin. So anyway, that's what I was thinking. I'm thinking, you know, that's what really matters to me is I could just get the loose, get rid of the loose skin and I'll be happy with that. And Ron, he, he was really not really on board with any of the idea of going into procedure going into a surgery for the risk's sake and he's like you're fine just where are you? you're so hot you know my husband's always like you're so hot you're smoking let me just use his word smoking hot you're that's my country boy for you you're smoking hot you don't need to do that you know all this stuff he, he's so great but i i didn't i'm not doing it for him i'm not gonna do it for anybody else but I really wanted to. He said, well, I want you to do what makes you happy. If that makes you happy, then I want you to do that. So, you know, the more I thought about it, like I said, I'm like, I just wanted to get the skin removed and I'd be happy with that. So I thought about it a lot and I told him, I go, you know what? I, I could just get the skin removed. And then he, then he <laughs> said, you know what? If you go do that, I know you. And after the fact, you're still going to want to get a breast augmentation. So I think you just should do both all at the same time. So you're not going to go through two surgical procedures, two risks, two recoveries, all of that. Just get it all done at once. And I was like, wow, really? I had to think about that, but he's right. <laughs> Sometimes I think Ron knows me better than I know myself. Like, yeah, I guess if I'm going to go through all that trouble, okay. And now it felt like he was more on board, more supportive. And so I decided I wanted to do this. So scheduled it, scheduled it out. Then the closer it got, I got started getting apprehensive about it. Started having some anxiety, some thoughts. I mean, I'm a nurse and I'm thinking and I, I'm not just like, I'm a nurse from the surgical world. Like I worked in the OR and just thinking of all the things that I know it started to cause all of these questions. So I kept on calling back the office and asking questions and they were so nice. The staff there is amazing and so willing and caring to answer all my questions. But it got to a point where she's like, you know what, let's schedule you another consultation because I think it'd be really good for you to talk to the doctor and, and just have all of your questions answered to put you at ease so you're ready and you go in ready for this. So I'm like, yeah, sure. So I did we went in myself and Ron came with me that time. So it turned out he answered all of my questions. He studied my body, my pictures, explained everything to me, answered all of my questions. And, um, you know, here I am 
practically naked. <laughs> he's pinching me all over. He's like, I told him, I said, I think I should do a mini cut. That way when I get into surgery, I'm at like my leanest. And he's like, no, do not do that. I do not want you. You don't, you're, you are just right. I, you have, you're not going to do any better than you are right now. This is great. He's like, you don't even have any extra fat for me to transfer from one place to another. So don't, we're not doing this. We're not going to do that. You're going to be great. And it just put me at ease and just, he answered all my questions. I feel very, very confident. And I left there so excited. Now I'm ready. And I finally made this decision. I'm like I'm doing this and I'm not doing it for anybody else. It's just for me, it's one of those things where I've been living this way in maintenance in a healthy fit condition for over four years, very happy and pleased with the results that I've been able to attain. And obviously there's nothing I can do any more than I can do now. And I, I want to take this next step because I don't, I don't want to have any, when I get to the end of my life or however long I do live, I, I don't want to think, man, I really wish I could, I should have tried, I should have done that. I don't want to have anything where a regret, like, oh, I wish I would have done that. I want to do things and know that I did everything that I, I was happy that I wanted to do for myself and, and be happy about it. So, so this is just one of those things, like, I'm going to do this. I'm excited. I'm not, I, let me repeat this. I am so not looking forward to the recovery, the pain, the months that it's going to take to get to full recovery. I also have, of course, some apprehension about, am I going to still be able to do chin-ups and pull-ups and push-ups? And he assures me if I follow his instructions and I take the time that I need for all of the recovery that I'm going to be able to bounce back with all of my strength training and what I do. He's like, you're going to be able to do those things. You just need to follow the instructions. So I'm fully aware. I'm also very aware of the risks and the risks involved during recovery and in the future. I know, I know what I'm getting into. So yeah, I, I already know and I, I'm ready. I'm ready for this. Can I also just say, I need to backtrack here for a second because I talked about this a moment ago when it comes to shopping. I'll tell you what, this was a couple of weeks ago. I went shopping and I tried on all kinds of clothes. I've gotten into this, if you follow me on social media, I'm going into this phase where I'm like, I'm really getting into fashion now. <laughs> I've never felt so good about my body. So I never really wanted, I didn't really care too much about fashion. But nowadays, like I want to dress up the what, I want to express my own fashion, my own who I am through through my fashion, right? So I've been shopping. I went shopping and there was this, this one day I'm trying on all these tops, all these cute tops tops and I've always wanted to wear I shouldn't say always but for a long time I've wanted to wear a halter top <laughs> and I tried on these blouses these these tops it's so cute and I'm I'm just gonna say I left I left the store so so frustrated I didn't look I did not look good in any of those but I ended up buying one of them because I'm like you know what I'm fed up I that's I think that's that was one of the turning points for me I'm like I want to be able to wear that blouse or that top. And so, yeah, I'm ready for this because I couldn't, I did not look nor, I just did not look good to myself in those clothes. And uh, I'm ready. I'm just ready. I left there like, that's it. I even bought the halter top. I'm like, that's it. I'm buying this halter top <laughs> and I'm going to wear this thing. Not today, but when it's time, I'm ready for this. So, you know, just, just shopping for clothes 
and being able to look proportional. I'm looking forward. I'm looking forward to this. Just looking forward to the next chapter of my health and fitness journey and sharing it. You know, anything I do or say out here in public, my goal every single time is just to help. If I can help, if I can encourage whatever I can do to help another woman see that they they can reach their their own best self or potential in their health and their fitness that's the goal i just want to help it makes me reflect back on the time when um, when i was in ww and and i actually purged my closet three separate times three times the first time was the most difficult because i was attached to so many clothes emotionally but yeah this is just like that it's another step forward in accepting my body doing what i can do to make myself feel good about myself and and i am good enough and it's not that my body is not good enough right now today it's that i'm good enough to do what i want to do to make myself feel good and better about myself and this isn't has nothing to do with anybody else or comparing myself with anybody this is about me and what i want for my body and I know that that is not the same for every woman. And I completely respect everybody's choice. And I also accept and receive your feedback, your thoughts on the matter. And I appreciate the, the support and the love. And I do even appreciate the feedback on the concerns that you may have, because I've had some of that as well. So I, I receive that and I thank you. I thank you for all feedback. I'm open to that. So I want to go ahead and wrap this up, but I do want to talk a little bit um, at the end here about skin and skin care as far as, you know, in your weight loss journey, you know, I hear women say that they, they're afraid of loose skin, so they, they don't want to lose weight. And that doesn't, to me, that doesn't really make a lot of sense in terms of health because I don't think, I think, yes, right, to lose weight there is an aesthetic part of it, right? You want to look a certain way, many of us do. But the bottom line is the most important thing about weight loss is how it's going to impact you positively in your health. So that's the number one thing. So let's not think about, well, I don't want to have loose skin, so I'm not going to lose weight. But you can increase your lifespan, your longevity. You can increase you know, your quality of life by losing the weight for your health. And let's not worry about the loose skin. I mean, yes, some people have a significant amount of weight to lose and there will be a significant amount of skin, that loose skin that you're gonna have because of the weight loss, but way better, way better health and fitness for yourself for the long term, for the long run. Um, and that's what it really, that's what really comes down to. For, if you're not able to get the skin removed, that's okay too. But now you're healthy. You've lost the excess weight that is weighing you down, that's, that's being hard on your joints, that's being hard on your cardiovascular system, your heart, your lungs. And, and then, you know, let's not forget the emotional and mental toil that that has on you. So as you're on your weight loss journey, wherever you're at, I just want to encourage you to do this in a sustainable way because if you're able to lose weight slowly and steadily over time then your skin is going to adapt along with you a lot 
better than it would if you're doing rapid fat loss. So this is one of the things I feel like really helped me was that I lost the weight slowly over time, which allowed my skin to slowly adapt and shrink back as well. Again, that's also going to be dependent on your genetics and your skin, the type of skin you have. But what hel- it's going to help you. It will help you. Also, what helps is eating nutritiously so that you are feeding your skin, give yourself plenty of water, staying hydrated. So nutrition and hydration is going to help you every step of the way. Getting plenty of sleep and decreasing stress, (laughs) decreasing stress. Oh my goodness, I can't even say that. I'm not going to edit that. (laughs) Stress. I just made up a new word. But decreasing your stress, eliminating stress in any way you can, rest, recovery, sleep, and decreased your stress, stress management is going to help you with your skin. It will. And strength training. I can't stress it enough, the importance of strength training along your journey, your health and fitness and weight loss journey. It's going to help your skin. Your skin is also going to be improved by strength training. Shrinking the skin increasing the muscle mass, that muscle mass taking up the space where the fat used to be, it's going to help fill in that skin. All right. Uh, Skin protection, very important. Make sure you're protecting your skin, that you're not in the sun exposed for hours without any protection. And a minimum, I recommend a minimum of SPF 30 more if you can. And I I wear moisturizer that has SPF for my face. And so if you're out in the sun, please protect your skin. And again, last thing, I, I had these little points, but I already said it. Slow, sustainable weight loss is going to help you with your loose skin not being as drastic. Well, I say that, but genetics does still play a role. Well, girl, I think I've touched on all the topics that I wanted to talk about during this episode. And I really can't think of anything else. I'm super excited about about this skin removal that I'm going to be going through and breast augmentation. This is going to be something. It's going to be huge. I do plan on sharing as much as I can um, on social media. I'm going to share this story. I just think that it's going to help other women who, if they want to do this procedure or if they don't want to do this procedure, I'm just going to put the information out there. And that's that's my goal. It's just to help help other women. So if you don't follow me on social media yet, you can follow me on Facebook. You find me on Facebook as Anna Wilson. That's my personal Facebook. And you can follow me on Instagram. That's Anna Rockstar Fitness. And you can follow me on TikTok. That's Anna Rockstar, I believe. I started doing TikTok quite a bit at the beginning of this year, 2022. So, but I pretty much live on Instagram and I'm in my stories there the most, the most I'm in Instagram stories. So if you have any questions, I love to hear from you. So please don't hesitate to send me an email at anarockstar23 at gmail.com. Or you can join our free Facebook group that we have on Facebook. It's called Facebook. It's called Find Freedom called find freedom lose weight get fit and party like a rock star something like that but it's find freedom free facebook group we do uh, abby coach abby and i do mini trainings in there and answer questions on live sometimes so great place to start getting to know us and get some of your questions answered in there find freedom it's a free facebook group 
And what else? If you are interested in Rock That Fitness, I'm going to give you a little of information at the end of this episode. And you can find uh, my website online, anarockstarfitness.com. So you can learn all about Anna Rockstar Fitness and Rock That Fitness group coaching. Um, so I just want to thank you so much for your time. Thanks for your time today, listening to my story, um, hanging out here on these episodes of my new wet, uh, my new podcast. <laughs> Appreciate you so much. Do whatever you can to take care of yourself, to love yourself well every single day, all day long. Self-care, self-love all day, every day. Do I have your word, girl? Good. Let's go. Hey girl, hold up. Before you go, I don't want to pass up this opportunity to invite you to join us inside Rock That Fitness. So if you want to lose fat, get leaner, stronger, shape your body, increase your self-confidence, increase your energy and metabolism, as well as changing your mindset around food and fitness for life, then I want you to consider joining the band. And we are the best online women's fitness community ever. And I know I'm biased. I know it sounds like I'm biased, but really all the rock stars in there will tell you the same thing. It's a very powerful thing to be around like-minded women, just like you, who are seeking to become the best version of themselves every single day, body and mind. Plus, you get access to me and Abby. We are two certified, experienced coaches. Abby is a physical therapist. I am a registered nurse. And we genuinely care about you and your success. And we're here to take away all the guesswork and to help you every step of the way. And if this sounds like a good fit for you, if you feel like it's time to join the band, please go visit our homepage at anarockstarfitness.com for more information or just email me at anarockstar23 at gmail.com. If you have any questions, is this a good fit for you? Just send me an email. And thank you so much for listening. And until next time, rock on, girl.